This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. From hockey to wrestling, football to golf, no sport left unturned. You're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Good morning, Naz. Good morning, Wally. The boys are back. Let's talk sports. Good morning. Welcome to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. I'm your host, Walter Rigabon. As usual with me in studio, my co-host, Naz Marchese. Good morning, Naz. How are you? Good, Wally. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Just to let our listeners know, coming up on the show today, the godfather of sports radio, the one and only the irrepressible one, Eddie Andelman. Uh, Eddie knows all things New England, Boston, all the sports stuff down in Boston, uh, sort of invented the whole genre of sports talk radio way back when in uh, in the 60s and 70s had the highest rated sports talk radio show in history uh when he did call-ins back in the back in the 70s they used to blow up the phone lines they had a hundred thousand people calling in at the same time so eddie uh, eddie has uh we're looking forward to chatting with him there are a few things going on down in uh, new england way and uh eddie's always uh it's always fun and he's always uh got a few laughs for us so eddie andelman also coming on later in the hour a raptors analyst Leo Routens. Uh, Leo's a friend of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Always thrilled to get him uh, get him on the phone. He's down in San Antonio. The Raptors are playing this afternoon against the Spurs. We'll get a chance to catch up with Leo. Uh, Raptors have been on a little bit of a run lately. They've won six in a row. They've gotten healthy, and uh, it's it's. Uh, they, they look pretty good, Wally. They yeah, make, they've they've they got their guys, again. and uh, what uh, what the uh, injuries have given them the opportunity. And uh, Nick Nurse has done a great job of of of. Uh, of developing some of the some of the bench talent, so some of the some of the guys, uh, you know, now if if Nick's got to go to the bench and throw a couple of those guys in the game, they're uh, they're almost as good as the guys, if not better, than the guys who are who are who are, who are taking a break. So, uh, uh, you know, the uh, Raptors can go to their seventh, eighth, ninth man now, and uh, you've got some uh, you got some talent there, and you don't lose that much. So, uh, you know, if the if the Raptors uh, stay healthy. They're obviously going to be in the playoffs. Uh, if you look at the standings, it's it's going to be a run to see who finishes second overall. It doesn't it's going to be tough to catch Milwaukee. They you know they're eight games back, but between the Celtics and the Heat and I guess Philadelphia and whomever's in the mix there is going to be a run for second. And uh, you know I I think the Raps got a good shot at finishing second, and they're probably the team. You know they haven't got Kawhi. Uh, but they're probably they may be the team that nobody wants to face in the playoffs. They, they look so confident, Wally. Yeah, like they did last year in the playoffs. They look very confident as a team. So we'll get an opportunity to talk to uh, Leo Routens. We don't want to steal Leo's thunder on 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 the Raptors talk. Uh, talk a little bit of Canada basketball with Leo as well. And you know what? We we gotta you know we gotta say this one as uh, last week in studio. We had uh, Nicholas Christodoulou, the 14-year-old phenom from King City, uh, Formula Four driver. We had him in studio with his with his parents, 
and uh, Nico, uh, as he's affectionately known, or down in Mexico, he's known as Nacho. Uh, a couple of wrestlers down there known Nacho, by that name, too. Nacho okay. Libra. <laughs> Uh, let me leave that one alone. <laughs> um, but uh, all kidding aside, uh, Nico had his race in Mexico yesterday, won the pole position and won the race. So uh, the Naz and Wally uh, effect is in uh, is is still there. Uh, we bring uh, we're like a four leaf clover. We bring luck to uh, the people we interview. At least we think we do. Uh, we joke about it. Uh, but uh, congrats, Nico. Good stuff. Uh, and uh, Formula Four won the race in Mexico yesterday. He's got another race today. Uh, he's doing fantastic. And the amazing part, he when he races, they race under a country flag. Uh, he's he's up there racing against uh, guys from Brazil, from Colombia, from Mexico, from the United States. And he's got a Canadian flag on his car, and he's got a Canadian flag on his helmet. So he's doing it. And if you check out his uh, website and his Facebook account, he's always he always as they do nowadays. He's always puts in there hashtag Canada. So Nico, congrats. We're proud of you, and uh, keep it up. Naz, uh, it's been. Um, a week hiatus for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and seems like a year. It seems it seems like a long time. Um, uh, the Leafs have been off the entire week, which has given us an opportunity to uh, to uh, analyze where we are, sort of give some thought to where the Leafs are, what they need to do, what's going to be happening over the course of the next uh, little while. Uh, after the All-Star break, I believe we've got, I don't know the exact amount, it's 31, 30, 33, 33, 33 games left. So we're, we're down to the, we're getting down to the short strokes. February, of course, is always a crucial month because it's trade deadline month. And as we read what's going on, there's a lot of teams, uh, that are in the hunt to fill up some spots. Um, let's break it down. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. If you look at the standings, uh, with the benefit of uh, with, with a week of not having to watch them play, but uh, some of the other teams played this week, and some of the teams that they're competing with for a playoff spot um, actually have moved a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and Leafs, Leafs got some work to do here because if you look at these standings, Naz, they right now are out of a playoff spot. They are out of a wild card spot. They are four points out of a playoff spot. In fact, they have uh, Philadelphia between them and a wild card spot. Uh, we had a brief chat about it last week. Um, I'm starting to feel a little uneasy, Naz. They, they got to start winning. That's all there is to it. Uh, that's the easy part. Or the yeah. hard part. Uh, that's that's all there is that's, to that's it. That's a critical. It's, that's the critical. I mean, it's important. We got to start winning. I mean, that's that's stating the obvious. But um, we saw what happened. You know, when when Sheldon Keefe took over, they went on a roll, and they limped into the All Star break. A couple of key areas that, like I said, are making me uneasy. Naz. You you uh, you comment you commented on it last week. Thirty three games left, four points out of a playoff spot. Uh, you're not even the next team up for the playoff spot. You're three points behind Philadelphia, who aren't in a playoff spot. Um, I know you said you, they got to win games. 
what do they got to do differently? Because what they've done up until now is not good enough. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. They, they have an AHL defense, and that's their problem, Wally. And they may not make the playoffs. And it's hard to, to say, but they may not make it because their defense is not good enough. And that's simple as that. If you don't blame the goalies, it's the defense that's not good enough. And when you say, and you know, and, and we don't like, you know, Nas. I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't pull any punches here. We're not looking to be uh, to pile on the Leafs. We're Leafs fans. We absolutely want them to make the playoffs. You know, we're in a Toronto market, and uh, that's what we do. I would be significantly disappointed. There will be a lot of fans in Leaf Nation that will be significantly disappointed. Um, I appreciate the fact that it's a long season. Uh, there's ups and downs in the season. We limped into the all-star break. As you say, Naz, the Leaf defense is not up to snuff. Yeah, we talked about this earlier off the air. They're un- they have an unbalance. And they have great forwards and a weak defense, and they need to balance that out. But Dubas has known this for a year and a half now, that he needed to balance the team up, and he hasn't done it. And he should take responsibility for that because he needs to balance the team properly. And that's not going to be an easy thing to do. Uh, it may be easier to do it uh, over the summer, but coming into the trade deadline. One piece of good news, uh, Muzzin was back. I think he played a conditioning game Two games with, the with the Marlies. So yeah. he's back in the lineup. I think they have Nashville tomorrow night and they have Dallas Wednesday night, if I'm not mistaken. Out of town, road games. Um Nashville, uh, you know, they're... They usually play pretty good on the they, road, they, though. Uh, the Leafs sometimes Leafs. play better on the road than they play at home. Yeah. But defense. Read, uh, as I always do, I pick up the Toronto Sun on Sunday mornings. I love reading Steve Simmons. Uh, I know some people are critical of him, but he's, uh, it's become a tradition for me to see what Steve's got to say on Sunday mornings. Uh, I know, Naz, you're looking at the Toronto Star this morning. And... And the reality is, um, and, and the reports out there is, the Leafs aren't the only team looking for a defenseman. They're all looking for a D. Everybody's looking for a defenseman. Florida's looking for a defenseman. You read some of the teams. Um, you know, there, there are no real uh, super teams in the league anymore. Everybody, every team's got a, a, a hole somewhere. And defense is always the place where you want to pick somebody up. And it's usually you want somebody on defense or, you you know, a nice little power forward would, would look nice in a Leaf uniform. But those guys are hard to come by, Naz, and everybody's looking for them. So I, you know, and then, the, and then, and then Dubas has got the salary cap issue. So then you got not only are you trading players, you're trading, you're trading uh, dollar signs and it's and it's got to work from that perspective he's he doesn't have an easy job ahead of him does he no he doesn't and, uh, would we want to call that cadre trade back wally they made uh we uh we, we Naz, talked about that too yeah we Naz and i had a, had a, had a really i want to call it back bring him back <laughs> bring cadre back yeah absolutely um yeah, I, I, and, and I respect the fact, Naz, you're not you're not a big Tyson Berry fan. Uh, oh, I, no, quite he's... frankly, when they made the trade, um, I didn't watch didn't watch too much Colorado play. I mean, they're in a different time zone. Uh, so you know, we heard all these reports about Tyson Berry coming in, and, and you know, quite frankly, under Mike Babcock, that relationship didn't work. 
Uh, he seemed to be rejuvenated uh, very, very quickly after uh, Sheldon Keefe took over. Uh, but I guess you're suggesting in the in the run into the All Star break, uh, he's reverted to the mean as so as they say. Um, you're not a big Tyson Berry fan. No, he reminds me of Jay Michael Lyles. Remember him? Oh, he That's who he reminds me of. Came, he came from Colorado too. You yeah. know what? I gotta I gotta give you credit, Naz. I hadn't thought about that, but now I can picture them. Yeah, not not too far. Yeah, this is similar players. Um, Kadri. You know, unfortunately, you know, if he hadn't pulled those two bonehead moves in the playoffs, he'd probably still be a Maple Leaf, wouldn't he? Um, Kadri was a valuable part of this team in in a lot of in in some respects. Um, um, you know, he was the one. I mean, he was the one player on the team that wouldn't take any. Careful the words I use because you know we're on the air. Crap. He wouldn't take any crap from any other players, and he was actually one of the players that would rally to a teammate's defense. Uh, he had a certain skill set. Um, he was gritty, and he, you know what? He was, he was, um, he could, he could, he. You could put him out against the other team's top center men, mm-hmm. and a lot of the other top centers in the league didn't like playing against them for obvious reasons. And he could score goals. I mean, I mean, I can't remember which year but he scored over thirty goals with very limited thirty two, thirty two with almost no play, uh, with almost no power play time. Yeah. So he brought a he brought a unique skill set to this team that I quite frankly there I don't think there's any question that we're missing it. Uh, we, we may get, I probably I'm sure a lot of people will dump on me for saying that. How can you say that? You know he cost us the playoff series because he got selfish and all of that. Yeah, I see that argument. I'm not so sure he cost us the playoff series, but it's certainly having gone back the second time and doing the same thing. I think that was his ticket out of town. Yeah, he was protecting Marlowe off the hit, right? Right. Uh, that was his ticket out of town. Uh, I guess the perception was that he couldn't control his emotions in in when when the things got really hot, and they weren't willing to take a chance that he would do that again in a playoff series again. Uh, and they said, two's enough. We're not going back for strike three." Uh, but that's left a hole in this lineup uh, during the regular season. It, it really it has. Uh, and Tyson, what they thought they were going to get in Tyson Berry, I guess they probably, mm, mm, not so sure. Yeah. I'm not so sure that's that's worked Kerf- out. But Kerfoot's Kerfoot been pretty good. He's, he's a pretty good player, but I right, would, would... he he brings a different he brings a different skill set. But Kadri was Kadri, and uh, he made other players keep their heads up. And the Leafs just don't have that. Um, Muzzin's back, and that's gonna that's a valuable. He, he has he's been back. the best, play, best uh, defenseman. Uh, Riley's hurt. We don't we don't know when when he's going to be back, and that's hurting them. And the other thing that's hurt them with Riley, he hasn't been the same player this year, and I think it's pretty obvious that he's been hurt at times. Um, but, but they did they switched him into the second power play unit yeah. from the first, and that was wrong because Morgan Riley should be the first power yeah. play. So. Uh, you know, certainly <laughs> things are getting hot and heavy in Leafland, and um, it doesn't. Look I, good. I, I think I think we've got. I think there's some legitimate concerns, and uh, we'll see what happens. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, the Godfather of Sports Radio, Eddie Andelman, will be right back.
It was a rainy day when Pizzaville decided to stonebake our pizzas the traditional way. That was over 50 years ago. Since then, the big pizza conglomerate started cooking their pizzas on conveyor belts, like you see at the airport. Now you can choose authentic Italian stonebake pizza or pizza you could mistake for luggage. Pizzaville stonebaked pizza. Fiercely Canadian. Authentically Italian. Are you real ready? If you're a real estate agent, we can help you sell more homes. A business owner? We'll help show it off to the community at large. And if you're a homeowner, we'll supply accurate floor plans for every room in your home. Because selling property is all in the details. Real Tours Media. Creators of 3D virtual tours, walkthrough video, HDR photography, logos and brands. Check out the one-stop shop for successful real estate agents. Realtoursmedia.ca With a little training, anyone can learn the security business while on duty at your home or company. It's unfortunate, but a lot of security companies are just not experienced enough to handle the complex dynamics of tactical security. And that little bit of training and experience can end up costing you a lot more than you bargained for. Peace of mind, trust, and honor is the foundation on which the Regal Security reputation is built. They're driven, they're respected, and they're unrivaled. They're everyday superheroes. Visit them online at regalsecurity.ca and find out how much they know, not how much they can learn. To become a champion in business, it takes coaching, training, and bench strength. And every team needs a skilled player like KPMG Enterprise for private companies. KPMG Enterprise helps entrepreneurs and family businesses grow, strengthen, and transition by offering a full suite of services, including audit, accounting, tax, and advisory. Your business doesn't stand still. It evolves. Team up with a winner. Visit kpmg.ca slash enterprise. Let's do this. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. This is Daryl Sittler for Alta Infinity and Vaughn. I've worked with some pretty great teams over the years, and the staff at Alta ranks among the very best. Expert sales, superior service, and the largest selection of Infinity cars and SUVs in Canada. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's no wonder that Alta has been an all-star performer for well over a decade. Visit AltaInfinityWoodbridge.com, or better yet, drop by the number 7 Auto Mall at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Experience the difference that makes Alta Infinity the captain's choice. There are two ways to argue sports with these guys, and none of them work. The boys are back, the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio. Good morning. Welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We are live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto on the new AM740 in downtown Toronto, 96.7 FM on the internet. Live video streaming, www.zoomerradio.ca. Uh, it's uh, it's a pleasure and a privilege to welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, the godfather of sports radio. Of course, I'm talking about the one, the only, Eddie Andelman. Good morning, Eddie. How are you this morning? Good. How are you guys doing? We're, we're doing fantastic. I hope you're down in uh, Florida, nice and warm. 
course. <laughs> I got to come down and see you soon, Eddie. So uh, 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 we got to catch up. Um, we haven't had a chance to talk about the Patriots, Tom Brady, how the season ended, the fans booing uh, actually during a game uh, when they were uh, when they were losing. What's going on? What's going on with the Patriots, Eddie? What changes can we expect uh, during well, the? Yeah, go ahead, break it all down for us. Well, of course, it's just my opinion. Uh, I I think Brady's going to leave. Uh, I think he's going to go to either Los Angeles, uh, which will be playing in uh, Las Vegas, um, and get you know a, a two or three year contract for upwards of twenty five million. And I think he finally realized because real pros handle Giselle, and uh, you know as you know she makes from thirty to fifty million dollars <laughs> a year. You know, not bad. Not bad. And, and the fact is, uh, Brady has been uh, around the 10th highest paid quarterback for the last 15 years. I mean, it's hard to believe. But he bought uh, into Kraft Maloney that uh, he needed the money for, uh, you know, to have better players so they could go to the Super Bowl. And he bought all that baloney. Well, as it turns out, all those years, they were under the cap, and you know what happens to the cap uh, when you don't uh, when you have leftover money from the cap. You know what happens to it? Goes to the owner's pocket. <laughs> it goes in Kraft's pocket, I presume. Of course, <laughs> absolutely right. <laughs> and so I think I think that plus the fact that he didn't want to trade uh, uh, Belichick didn't want to trade Grappolo. And, uh, of course, Brady wanted them traded. So, uh, you know, they're not like they were before father and son. Um, you know, Brady has made uh, Kraft a billionaire. And I think he deserved better treatment myself. Uh, I certainly would have made him the highest-paid quarterback. Eddie, but, who become, uh, Eddie, who becomes the quarterback of the New England Patriots if Brady is gone? Well, they're going to have to—they're going to have to trade for a veteran. I mean, that's—that's that's obvious. Or they might set a brand new record and, and decide to pay him, you know, uh, some a gigantic amount of money. But I think you know all dynasties end. You know, I never considered the Montreal Canadiens dynasty because at that time, if you recall, uh, they had first pick of any Quebec-born player, which would be equivalent in the United States of, let's say, the Celtics having the right to every black player born in the United States. Hmm. Uh, the Yankees did have a dynasty, but, you know, they had two dynasties, and, and eventually they fell, and as you remember, several years, they were either next to last or third to last place. Dynasties must end, including our Celtics. So uh, I think the Patriots dynasty is then. One of the reasons they're getting over five thousand dollars for a Super Bowl ticket is is two brand new teams. Yeah, no. You know, not, neither team neither team has been in for a long time. Yeah, you know, going going back to um, Belichick, Brady, and Kraft. That that whole well, you 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 think Brady will come back? I, I'm not so sure. I would, you know, forty two, forty three years old. 
Like, would you pay a quarterback, like, you know, even if he goes to another team at that age, $25 million? Does that make any sense, Eddie? I know I know he's had a fantastic career. He's the greatest of all time in a lot of people's books. But, you know, if you're trying to develop a franchise, um, do you really want to take on Tom Brady at this stage of his career for at that kind of that kind of uh, that kind of money? Well, I think there's other factors involved. Uh, number one, do you remember what happened when the Bruins traded Bobby Orr? Uh, I sure do. Can't forget that. Yeah, and I think that if uh, they don't sign Brady and pay him, that all the goodwill will be down the drain. I will agree that's with you. That's yeah, that's a very good point, Eddie. It certainly is. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Not bad for an American, huh? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you know what I, I you know when 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 I get down there and we get together we got we got to talk a little bit about your politics down there uh it's becoming a, it's becoming a snore fest but we don't talk politics on this show so I don't want to get into that part of it Eddie but we'll we'll have that chat privately uh I, I want to move it over to a topic that I'm sure that you have an interest in uh which uh baseball always seems to be in trouble uh in one sense or the other uh, it's had so many scandals, probably more so than any other sports in its history. Certainly the most prominent scandals in sporting history. And of course, we got another one. The Astros seem that they cheated their way to a World Series. Uh, Eddie, uh, did Major League Baseball, did the commissioner handle that appropriately, or should he have sanctioned the Astros and the Red Sox, for that matter, uh, whoever was involved, not, not so much the team, but the manager, whoever else was involved, uh, is that was the punishment enough for what transpired, uh, or should they have given serious thought to um, taking that World Series victory away from the Astros? Your thoughts, Eddie? Well, first of all, I think they are going to take it away. And second of all, they're still investigating the Red Sox. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think they handled it pretty good. Uh, you know, I think the most ridiculous part of it was how nobody realized they were banging tin cans to tip off pitches. <laughs> <laughs> what, is everybody deaf? I mean, couldn't they figure that out themselves? And I can't really blame the, the players. You know, they've, they've stole signals forever in baseball. Um, but I think he handles it okay. I mean, I think they should take away the championship. And they took away some draft picks. I mean, they, they, they really, uh, and, and made, they made the Red Sox fire their manager. So I don't know how much further you could go. But you and I both know one thing, Wally. There's never been a uh, betting scandal or any scandal in wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get. Uh, you still got a feud going on with John Cena, by the way. Is he uh, is he uh, taking you up on your offer to uh, to settle the score? Of course not. <laughs> you, you know, uh, John Cena is nothing. He really is. I mean, he's just a fruitcake. <laughs> I, I, I challenged him. I, I mean, we I got, we got, Eddie, Eddie, you know, we, you got to reissue the challenge. Reissue the challenge. I'm going to, Naz and I are going to come down. We're going to manage you. 
We're going to get the suitcase. We, you know, we, we, we've got Lou Albano. We're going to dig up his YouTube videos. We're going to get the, we're going to get the briefcase with the hammer inside. We're well, going to, you, we're, we're going to take him on, Eddie. When you dig up the videos, you got to dig up uh, Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that, that's a that's a prelude into making sure we get you back on WrestleMania. Anyways, talking about the Astros, talking about, you know, baseball's been full of scandals forever. Between spitballs and corked bats and black socks and steroids and everything else that's happened. And I'm thinking to myself, should Pete Rose not be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, really? I mean, of course he should. I mean, like you know, you know, I, I see what these guys are doing and what the Astros were doing, and we and we talked about it on the show. I mean, somebody should do like a real investigation and determine how those games changed because because you know you go through that and maybe the Astros don't win that World Series and that changed the outcome. All Pete Rose did was bet on. He never bet against his own team. He bet on other teams, and he's and he's frozen out of the hall. One of the and what he did on the field, nobody can ever argue with. Forty four hundred hits, forty four hundred hits, no steroids, nothing, competitive beyond belief, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. Eddie, well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. The uh, it, it, all they have to do is have an asterisk. Uh, and his Hall of Fame bust and just say, you know, suspended indefinitely for gambling. But I can tell you from owning a racetrack at one time, um, these guys all bet with both hands. Don't kid yourself. They're making that kind of money. And they're not strangers to betting. They bet on sports. You go to Las Vegas for the fights, and I can tell you, you can see hundreds of athletes there. They comp them. They bring them there because they know they're going to gamble. You know, it's like a show, a showpiece. But the, uh, is there any truth to the rumor I've heard that you're going to make Prince Harry uh, <laughs> the king of Canada? <laughs> I knew. I knew you were going to get into that. Eddie, he's he's actually uh, he's not. We're not going to make him the king of Canada, and uh, uh, he's the royal family. I mean, the his his grandmother is the queen of Canada, uh, but Harry uh, Harry and Meghan they want to they want to live uh, they want to live a simple life. <laughs> if that's I don't know how yeah. that I don't know how that's possible, but uh, uh, hopefully the Canadian taxpayer doesn't have to spend too much money on them that's that's my concern eddie we have to we got a few minutes left uh the toronto maple leafs we're getting nervous eddie we're getting nervous we looked at and we chatted about it you seem to have all the confidence in the world that the toronto maple leafs are going to make the playoffs but we look at the standings today eddie we're four points out and we got one team between us and the playoffs uh we're getting we're getting pretty nervous up here in toronto eddie make us feel better well, uh, I mean, Toronto has, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm far from an expert in hockey, uh, but I must tell you, uh, I really admire the Toronto fans and the way they call the stream and put up with all these shenanigans all these years. Um, when I was a hockey fan, they were a power. Uh, but now, uh, you know, they just haven't had their shot. But look who's in the Super Bowl this year. Kansas City, they haven't been there for 50 years. Uh, 
this might be the year of upsets. And I think Canadian, and I think Toronto has a very good chance. But, you know, I, I'm always happy to see the Canadians out of it. You know, I think they had uh, a lot of uh, breaks compared to all the other teams, you know, and, and their drafting, you know, years ago. And they, they had their dynasty. And besides, <clears throat> as far, and I've gone to both cities many times, Toronto far out does Montreal. Uh, we, I, I will, I will th- th- well, we appreciate that, Eddie. Uh, we've just got uh, one last uh, one last uh, minute with you, and then we'll let you go. Uh, and checking your Twitter account, I understand you lost a little bit of weight. You're feeling fantastic. What's the secret? Um, first of all, I stopped eating at night beyond seven o'clock. I don't have any snacks. I used to go for Chinese food at midnight three nights a week, so I stopped all that nonsense. Second of all, I was introduced to something which I had never eaten before. It's called green stuff with leaves. Well, we I have a salad, and then I miss one breakfast, one lunch, and one dinner each day, each week. How much weight have you lost? About sixty pounds. That's that's remarkable. And you're feeling better? Uh, yes, I really feel good. Um, and uh, I got seven grandchildren <laughs> that I want to spend some time with, so I decided to live a little bit. A- anyways, I guess uh, you you won't be fighting John Cena as a heavyweight. Then we're gonna you're gonna use I'll, you're gonna be you're gonna be nimble around the around the ring, and uh, he won't be able to catch up with you. He's he's such a pussy cat. I get him at the end of it, got you all the whine and cry like a baby. Anyways, on, on that note, Eddie, we're going to get you back on WrestleMania Sunday. I know Naz got one last word with Who you. Who wins the Super Bowl, Eddie? Oh, I think San Francisco is going to win it. Uh, we'll leave it on yeah. that note. Eddie, uh, when I get back, when I get down to Florida, we got to catch up. And uh, lunch or dinner's on me this time. I think you picked it up last time. Yeah, well, not three times. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. You know it's tough when you got to pay when you get when you're Canadian when your visa is uh, is ex- going through on U.S. funds. It's kind of tough on us, Eddie. So uh, have mercy on me. We'll catch up soon. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> okay, guys, have a good week. Always a blast, Eddie Andelman, the Godfather of Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, he truly he truly was a legend uh, in his time. Um, man, they used to he used to have listeners. Like hundreds of thousands, millions of people used to listen to him on Sunday nights and on on Boston WBZ, I think it was. WBZ. Who was the guy used to between C Chum and CFO? Yeah, it was right in the 10, 10, 20, 10, 30. Yeah. And uh, who was the guy who used to do the announcing for the Boston Bruins? I used to love him. What was the guy? Was, oh, Fred Cusick. The, Cusick. The, the, oh, what a legend he was. Yeah. Anyways, on that note, we got to go to break. I know we got Leo uh, holding for us, and we've got to get to him, so be, we'll be right back. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville declared, We'll never be the fastest. We'll never be the cheapest. We'll never be the snazziest dressed. What? Yeah, my point is... We want to be the best! At Pizzaville, we want to make the best pizza. Stone-baked, the traditional Italian way. Pizzaville stone-baked pizza. Fiercely Canadian. Authentically Italian. 
This is Daryl Sittler for Alta Infinity and Vaughn. I've worked with some pretty great teams over the years, and the staff at Alta ranks among the very best. Expert sales, superior service, and the largest selection of Infinity cars and SUVs in Canada, and the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's no wonder that Alta has been an all-star performer for well over a decade. Visit AltaInfinityWoodbridge.com, or better yet, drop by the number 7 Auto Mall at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Experience the difference that makes Alta Infinity the captain's choice. To become a champion in business, it takes coaching, training, and bench strength. And every team needs a skilled player like KPMG Enterprise for private companies. KPMG Enterprise helps entrepreneurs and family businesses grow, strengthen, and transition by offering a full suite of services, including audit, accounting, tax, and advisory. Your business doesn't stand still. It evolves. Team up with a winner. Visit kpmg.ca slash enterprise. Let's do this. The security business is easy, right? Anyone can learn it. Perhaps they can learn it on duty with your valuables at stake. Perhaps they can learn it in a crisis situation that requires an immediate intelligent response when lives are at risk. After all, what harm can a few mistakes make? Plenty. When it comes to security for your business or office, an experienced partner like Regal Security makes sense. Security is what they do. Peace of mind is what they provide. Visit them online at regalsecurity.ca and find out how much they know, not how much they can learn. Are you real ready? If you're a real estate agent, we can help you sell more homes. A business owner? We'll help show it off to the community at large. And if you're a homeowner, we'll supply accurate floor plans for every room in your home. Because selling property is all in the details. Real Tours Media. Creators of 3D virtual tours, walkthrough video, HDR photography, logos and brands. Check out the one-stop shop for successful real estate agents. Realtoursmedia.ca There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. Opinions expressed on the Naz and Wally Sports Hour are those of Naz and Wally and their guests. From face-offs to playoffs, field goals to own goals, you're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio. Good morning and welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We are live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. We're pleased to welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour Toronto Raptors analyst, Leo Routens. Leo, good morning. How are you? I understand you're down in San Antonio today. Yeah, good morning. Yep, in San Antonio, getting ready for the game, early game today. So uh, actually get back to Toronto at an almost reasonable hour. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, let's. Uh, we haven't chatted in a while, Leo. And, uh, you know, the season, once we start getting into February, starts becoming, uh, things get a little bit tighter and a little bit more nitty-gritty. Raptors uh, are on a little bit of a run here. They're getting healthier. They've won six in a row. They seem to have a full house back in the lineup. Uh, they're in a dogfight, I guess, for second position in the Eastern Conference. It looks like it's going to be pretty tough to catch the Bucks. But uh, what have you seen in the last two weeks or so that uh, should give uh, Raptors fans a sense of optimism? 
Well, honestly, the whole season uh, is a sense of optimism for me, um, or that's the feeling I get. I mean, the fact that the Raptors are, you know, perched uh, to be in the solid second if they continue to play uh, tells you how amazing it's been the way they've handled the injuries. I mean, they've more than doubled the man games lost from last year, and that includes load management with Kawhi. Uh, despite all the injuries and the, and the critic, I mean, at one point you have three starters leaving one game and they're out for a significant period of time. Yet to survive all that and to be in the position they're in, and now you can see the difference. I mean, just uh, with a reasonably healthy lineup, uh, they have won six straight games. Uh, they score with ease. Uh, they have the ability to step up and defend at an extremely high level. So this is a team that. Uh, I think Raptor fans should be thrilled with where they're at. Uh, and, you know, honestly, a lot of people are talking about, you know, what kind of changes, what do you need to do? You know what? Whatever Masai Ujiri and the Raptors decide they may want to do or not, enjoy this team because they are a lot of fun to watch. Leo, they're playing with so much confidence. It's unbelievable. What do you think? Sorry, I, I the, you they, cut they're out. They're playing with so much confidence, like they did last year in the playoffs. They look that good. Is that your opinion too, Leo? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know. I, I heard that you talked about them playing with confidence. I yeah. just, I did, I don't know the question. Oh yeah, no, just uh, you're, you're they're playing with confidence. What do you, what do you think of the season so far with their confidence level? Well, again, they're champions, right? And and they believe they're champions. And, here, you know, here's you got a lot of ways to interpret uh, a championship hangover. Uh, you know, sometimes that carries into your season and, and it hurts you. You know, Doc Rivers, uh, when he won a, a championship with Boston, called it the trophy tour. You know, guys are on the trophy tour. And literally, when the Raptors won this championship, almost to the day, uh, and then Kawhi Leonard uh, decides he's leaving, everybody basically said, okay, you're done. You guys are done. You know, some some people thought the Raptors wouldn't even make the playoffs, so they didn't have a lot of time to take it all in. And when people are already giving it to somebody else, so I think that their championship hangover uh, has been their level of play to start the season, as opposed to struggling to start. Uh, these guys believe they're champions. They believe they can win again. They believe that uh, you know they're they're capable of playing the game at an extremely high level, and they play that way. Every time they step on the floor, they know the defense wins. Uh, this is a team that's locked in. This is a team that's hungry for another t- championship. Um, so, you know, like I said, anybody that uh, doesn't give weight uh, to that championship residue is crazy because uh, these guys all feel it that have all been, that, that we're here. And even the new guys coming in are getting a pretty good idea what that's all about, by the way, uh, the guys that were here play the game. Um the one impressive part uh, about this team is is now when everybody's healthy, um, the, the they they've had to go down deep into their bench, and and some of those guys that perhaps didn't play a lot of minutes were thrust into positions where they had to step up, and they did. Uh, so you know Nick Nurse now has you know he looks down his bench, he's he's got, you know he's got a lot of he's got a lot of weapons he can put into that game. Um, I don't see any any overwhelming need that this team has to fill by way of a trade in the trading deadline. I'm sure Masai, if anything comes available, uh, do you see Masai doing anything um, uh, between now and, and 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 is there any place you would suggest if they that they might need some 
some help or where they would want to fill in perhaps that a role that needs to be played in the playoffs your 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 review on that one leo well first of all whatever Messiah is going to do none of us will know till it happens that's, <laughs> that's uh, true you know that's the way he's uh and that's the way you should be you know yeah. that's the way you should operate and uh uh, to, to, you know, in fairness to the players and other respect to other teams and so forth. Um, but, you know, this is a team that I really like this team as is. Obviously, uh, if you can tweak, I don't see anything major happening, but, uh, if you can tweak, um, that's always something that, and again, you know, we're not going to know, uh, if, if there's, uh, a player or several players or whatever that, Messiah feels it could, you know, make a difference. We're not going to know about it until it happens. Uh, but I said I'm perfectly comfortable in this team. This team staying the way it is, uh, and Messiah is very conscious of uh, a couple things. I mean, he doesn't, you know, I, you know, people just acquire talent. I think Houston's a great example of that. They just go out and get guys, and it doesn't translate into a championship because chemistry is such a big deal. Uh, so Messiah is clearly. You know, he's conscious of talent, he's conscious of chemistry, uh, and he's conscious of the long-term picture. Uh, that's why he wasn't willing to sacrifice the, you know, the long-term health of the franchise uh, for to try to retain Kawhi. Uh, you, you go to a certain point and you say, okay, this is crazy, we're not going here. And, uh, you know, he understands the development that's going on with this franchise as well as the uh, willingness and desire to win now. So he, he, you know, he's done a phenomenal job managing all that. And uh, if somebody doesn't uh, fit all the criteria, uh, they're not going to do anything. Um, but again, if there is something that may work, uh, Messiah is always uh, and Bobby Webster, uh, Dan Toldsman, the whole management staff—they're uh, they're very aggressive when they need to be if they think it's going to make a difference. Uh, talking about Masai doing a phenomenal job. Uh... There's another gentleman that uh, probably deserves a big pat on the back as well. Um, you know, when he t- when he took over the Raptors uh, last year, there was probably some concerns, but uh, Nick Nurse uh, seems to have taken his coaching uh, abilities to to a different level. Uh, he, you know, obviously he's a championship coach. Did uh, everything and uh, got the, got the Raptors a championship, but he's had to deal with adversity to a certain extent. Uh, this year, having to have to having to get the right people out there at the wrong at the right times with, you know, people injured and uh, man, he's done a good job, Leo. He's uh, he's he's really he's really in my estimation risen to the top ranks of may not be recognized around the league. I'm not sure, but in my estimation, one of the top basketball minds in the league. Oh, hands down. I mean, Nick's a great coach. I mean, people forget this about last year's team. Um, you know. Including uh, load management, uh, injuries, midseason trades, all that. The Raptors had the second best record in the NBA. Okay, fifty-eight wins, only behind Milwaukee. And there was never an intent to say, "Hey, we're going to finish first or second. The goal was to get to the finish line healthy and playing your best basketball. And if you look at this year's team, uh, again, I don't think anybody's sitting there saying, "Hey, we need first place." We need to get on the same page, get everybody healthy, get in a good track, figure out what we can do against every team we're going to face potentially, uh, and and just keep on getting better. And Nick Nurse, uh, adversity doesn't bother him. Uh, injuries don't bother him. 
Nothing bothers him. This guy just coaches, and he takes everything as a challenge. Uh, I think he's an unbelievable communicator with his players. And remember, communication isn't just you talking. Communication is listening, and Nick does a great job of that. And as a result, I mean, you know, these guys play hard for him. Raptors play as hard on a consistent basis as anybody in this league. They play defense every night. Um, you know, Nick can all of a sudden throw something out there, like the box they won in the finals, that they've never done before, uh, and it's out of the box thinking, but everybody will do it because they trust them. And, uh, you know, that, that's not a normal situation. And, you know, there's a great, I think the best example of that is the old saying, you know, when your best player is your hardest worker, you're going to have a lot of success. And when your best player is 100% bought into the coach, like Kyle Lowry and Nick Nurse, uh, you know, if Kyle jumps in and does whatever Nick wants, uh, whatever it may be, then guess what? Everybody else is going to do it too. And that, that's the way he's, he's running this team. Uh, he's great on the fly. He sees the game in real time. Uh, he makes tremendous decisions. Uh, and I think the Raptors are very fortunate and, and good on Messiah Jerry. Uh, because that when you know he knew there had to be a, a coaching change with Casey, and uh, he had the answer right within his staff, and, and he knew it, and uh, he put the right guy there. Leo, how has Demar Derozan been playing in San Antonio this year? Uh, he's had a great year. Uh, he started off uh, a little bit slow. I think a few people were wondering what was going on, but uh, you know, as, as, since then he's just been on an absolute tear. Uh, he's shooting the ball with incredible efficiency. He's passing the ball. Uh, you know, he's, he's had a, he's had a great run. And, and obviously the last time the Raptors lost a game, it was to DeMar DeRozan, uh, who had a triple double and the San Antonio Spurs. So, uh, you know, he, he's in a good place. And I think, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, DeMar DeRozan certainly, uh, uh, would have loved to have been part of a championship team in Toronto. Yet at the same time, there was just so many things working against him here at that point. Uh, you know, he could have had, he could he could be having a great season, and once you get to March, people say, oh, yeah, this is great, but playoffs, you're going to flop. And when a player hears that all the time, and today with social media, you can't get away from it, whereas I think uh, San Antonio is a great place for him. Uh, he doesn't hear all that playoff negativity, uh, and he can just play the game of basketball in peace, and the Raptors have had their success. So, uh, you know, DeMar's a good guy, and I'm glad it's worked out for both sides. Uh, we're talking to Leo Routens. Leo, we won't keep you much longer. Uh, one last question. I know you've got to get on with your day. You've got a game to get ready for and prepare for this afternoon. Uh, we're getting excited. We're getting excited about the Toronto Raptors. We're getting excited about Canada basketball. A lot of the pieces are starting to fit. We've got Nick Nurse, one of the one of the best basketball minds around right now. Uh, a tremendous commitment we're seeing uh from uh, some some of the and some of these uh, Canadian talents in the NBA seem to be taking their games to a different level. There's a lot, and the and the, and the qualifying tournament's going to be in Canada. There's a lot to be excited about here, Leo, isn't there? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, Canada right now is most NBA players outside the United States in the NBA, and that number is just going to continue to increase. Uh, a lot of guys are having a really really good year, uh, and a lot of guys already expressed a commitment to play for Canada. So. Uh, you know, the fact that uh, you can host a qualifier uh, and play at home is huge. Uh, it's not going to be an easy one. Uh, yet at the same time, these qualifiers work in a unique way where that's almost your training camp for the Olympics, right? Um, you know, you get together and, and the Olympics are shortly after the qualifier. So uh, in some ways, you kind of kill two birds with one stone. And, 
and hopefully uh, the Raptors are going to get a great, uh, great out, uh, turnout, uh, and hopefully the fans will be crazy and uh, make it exciting and really give Canada the home court because uh, this is a team that uh, if they get it together and qualify, I think that they're going to be talented enough to contend for a medal. That's fantastic. Leo, uh, thank you so much. You know how much we appreciate you coming on on Sunday mornings and sharing your basketball insights and your basketball passion. It's always a privilege and a pleasure for us. Thank you so much. Pleasure's all mine, guys. Have a great day. Thanks. Leo Routens. Uh, yeah, Raptors are on a little bit of a roll here, Nez. Um, you know, Siakam uh, uh, was hurt, and uh, but he's a, he's a talent. Uh, one of, He's become... Uh, I don't know where you would want to rank him. He's an all-star. I don't know where you want to rank him in today's NBA, but um, I don't know if you can get him into the top five, but there's certainly an argument uh, that you can make that he's one of the top. He picked up a basketball at 17 years old. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing how good he is. Yeah, he's just just a natural phenom, a natural talent. I think the Raptors drafted him like 27th or something. Unbelievable. And and even better, he seems like the nicest guy. Nicest guy in the world. Yeah. He's, he seems like a humble, you know, uh, spends a lot of time um, with people and he's got a great smile and uh, good with the fans. You know, it's certainly the kind of kind of, uh, kind of of uh, guy you can build a team around. So uh, he's got back, when he got back from injury, he got back a little bit slow, but that's not unusual. But uh, Last year, the trade I didn't like was the, the Gasol trade. Yeah. For Valanciunas? Yeah, I'm changing my mind. That no, you know what? Uh, you know, we weren't happy to see Valanciunas uh, head out of town because he'd been a Raptor basically from day one, but Gasol brought a different skill set. And, you know, you, you got to give you jury credit. You know, he says he knew, he knew the ramifications of that trade. He knew it wouldn't, the initial reactions weren't, weren't going to be positive, but you know what you jury, you know, give him all the credit in the world. You know, he's, uh, he's not scared to make the difficult trade for the betterment of the team. And he understands what his job is. Um, and the classic example of that is he said, look, I got a chance to bring in Kawhi Leonard for a year. And I got a chance to bring in one of the best players in the game, if not the best player of the game, certainly top. You know, you make the argument top three, top five, wherever you want to put him. Kawhi's when he's healthy and he's playing, he's one of the best players in the game, if not the best, given the his entire skill set. Mm-hmm. He made that trade, and he traded out of Toronto. Uh, Demar, who was one of the most popular athletes to have ever played in this town, this mm-hmm. city. So Ujiri, he's got, he's got, uh, he's got what it takes. He's a winner, and he'll do whatever it takes to win. And and he saw, he saw the in the Valanciunas Gasol one one he he wanted Gasol's skill set. Because he thought that that was going to make a difference in the playoffs, and you know, you Jerry, you got to give him all the credit in the world. Man, he's a bright basketball everything mind. He, everything he touches turns to gold. Because he's he understands basketball, and he understands teams, and he understands what it takes to build a team, and he understands parts, and uh, and he's not scared to make the tough decisions, and for that matter, to step on anybody's toes. He's focused in doing putting the best basketball team you can possibly put on the court. That's his mandate. That's his mission. And he's certainly demonstrated that he will do 
make the tough decisions. So give him all the credit in the world. Uh, I know there was lots of talk about, uh, I don't even know, did he, is he there, are they still talking about him going to New York? No, or that's stopped. Has that stopped now? Yeah, did he, has he resigned and resigned with no, the Raptors? Resign with but, the Raptors. Um, that's stopped for sure. Yeah. So hopefully he does. Uh, because he certainly has, uh, he's he's certainly created some magic here in Toronto. On that note, Ness, um, last word. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Next week, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, to all our listeners, uh, another great week on the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Have a fantastic week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.